Welcome to the Owning Your Sexual Self podcast, a place for you to listen and explore all things surrounding sex positivity. I'm your host, Rachel Main, sex therapist and educator, intimacy coach, awesome wife to my husband, Danny, board of directors member and team leader with Pure Romance, and best of all, a work from home dog mom to my favorite pups, Bane and Tater. After starting my Pure Romance business, I quickly learned how much sexuality education was lacking within my community and how much shame was placed on things like fantasies, masturbation, and sexual dysfunctions. I'm on a mission to make this world a more sex-positive place, and with this podcast, I hope to reach thousands of people. I'll bring real-life experiences to the surface and normalize them by offering a non-judgmental view. If you can get down with that, then tune in every Monday and let's change this fucking world. Hey everyone, I am super, super pumped for this week's episode. Uh, Second time's a charm, right? (laughs) Uh, I have Amanda Fisher on with me today. I am so excited for you to hear from her. Amanda is a pelvic floor physical therapist who I came across on the wonderful world of Instagram. And Amanda and I actually recorded an episode together a few a few days ago, and that is when I found that my microphone was not working anymore. So that was super fun. So our entire badass episode um, has to be re-recorded. So that's what we're here for today. Um, and again, I, I reached out to her. I was like, please, please do have the time to redo this because this episode is literally fire and Amanda as I said is a pelvic floor physical therapist and she speaks about this topic of pelvic floor issues and pelvic floor dysfunction because she herself has experienced issues in this area as well and so not only is she a pelvic floor physical therapist she's also a mom of three boys and a wife and she also owns pelvic floor dysfunction for the last 10 years. Incredible. So without further ado, I present you Amanda Fisher. (laughs) Okay, so Amanda, tell us how did you how did you get into this field? Did you always know that you wanted to work with pelvises? (laughs) (laughs) No, um, I got into this field. I was in grad school for physical therapy thinking I was going to be a sports medicine physical therapist. I wanted to work with sports teams. I did that through college at Mizzou for my undergrad. And um, yeah, I just thought I'd be working with a professional team, hopefully, and then ended up in grad school developing pain with sex and um, started peeing my pants at the age of 21 while training for um, half marathons and marathons at that time. And um, thinking I was, you know, fit for that age or strong and wondering why I was peeing my pants if you know, as you go through physical therapy school, you're learning how muscles are working. And it just didn't make sense to me that if these muscles were strong and working, why was I having dysfunction at such a young age? And with same with, um, sexual intercourse, wondering, you know, everything in magazines at that time with like cosmopolitan was like all the rainbows and butterflies with sex and how wonderful and orgasmic it was. And I was not experiencing it. So I, I remember like looking at issues in the grocery store, wondering like, okay, is this one going to talk about hemo sex? Nope. Okay. Close it up, put it back. I'm not buying it. And then realizing like each issue as the months went by, none of them were talking about pain with sex. So eventually I made an appointment with my gynecologist and um, they had just said, you know, suck it up, 
basically they didn't tell me suck it up but basically have two glasses of wine or a glass of wine relax and things will get better and that wasn't the case um i would just end up getting tipsy and passing out and then sex never happened so this went on for quite some time um I would say over a year before I came in contact with what pel- that pelvic floor was within um, physical therapy. So at a, a student conference, um, sitting in on a course called the G Spot, which was um, a class offered at 8 a.m. in the morning. So myself and one other classmate went. We got to be the lucky ducks that sat in that class and learned so much about the pelvic floor. But while sitting there, realizing like, oh, that's me. Oh, that that patient that you're talking about would be me too. And um, you know, just light bulbs were going off. So we came out of this class at 9 a.m. or 9:30, and I was just like oh yes, this is what I want to do, but I will look like the crazy person if I go into this is what I felt like because I had never heard of pelvic floor physical therapy. And this was probably 2008 at the time. So um, started looking into it more while in physical therapy school, we would like any college school, you would have breaks at Christmas and spring break and a few summer breaks. So we would start myself and my classmate that sat in on that um, course with me, started taking... um, specialty classes within public floor physical therapy. So further education to learn about the muscles because we got very small um, education on that while in school. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so came out, graduated, joined an orthopedic practice and opened their women's health program at the time. So this was 2011 now and started seeing public floor clients then. So it was like 25% of my caseload and I was working up to 75% of my caseload. Um, and then eventually jumped in full force, 100%. And have I am treating patients completely different than we did back in 08, 09, 2011, where we thought, hey, when you pee your pants, the muscles are weak. So let's do Kegels. Mm-hmm. And now we know, hey, a lot of us athletes who are peeing our pants, our pelvic floor is probably too tight. And if it's too tight, hey, that might be why we're having pain, pain with sex, hip pain. So let's not do Kegels. There's way more to do than Kegels. Um, but training people or teaching people that now, like that, that's our big thing, I think, is to let them know that we are more than just Kegels. So, Mm -hmm. um, that part is really fun because there's so many puzzle pieces and I love it coming down to like nutrition or hip joints or pain with sex or prolapse or peeing your pants. There's just, there's so much that involves it and it's really cool. Yeah. That's a lot. (laughs) No, that, that was great. And uh, so I had posted in our, in the owning your sexual self Facebook group. And I asked them like, who's heard of a pelvic floor physical therapist or a pelvic floor specialist. And the majority of people, like you're saying, they haven't heard of it, but then Mm -hmm. I know it's like, they, they think of it as like, Oh, so I'm going to go to this person. They're going to teach me how to Kegel. And it's so, so much more of than that. Um, so like during your daily practice, what, who, who are you seeing? What are the types of patients that you're seeing or like, what are they coming in for? Yeah. So, um, being back from COVID right now, we're seeing a lot of our pregnant and postpartum patients, which is incredible. So anybody who's had, um, their babies, maybe they've torn vaginally, not torn at all, um, had an episiotomy or a C-section, we're helping them restore or rehab their bodies after childbirth because it is just like any other injury to a muscle. We want to retrain the tissue, make it stronger, uh, make it coordinate with the rest of the body. Um, our pregnancy population, we are gearing them up for the marathon event of childbirth. So really helping with overall strength and how to carry baby 
eat or car seat after they have the baby or if they already have toddlers at home, what to do and prevent. So it's more preventative, um, hopefully, is what our plan is with pregnancy, but some people end up with pain. Um, my love for wanting to open the clinic was more of the pain with intercourse because I had dealt with that and have continued to deal with that over the last gosh, what year? Okay. 12 years now. Golly, that's a long time. Um, so over the last 12 years dealing with pain with sex and, um, it changing after having, especially after having kids. Um, so I've had C-sections and you would think, okay, you didn't deliver a baby vaginally. Why are you having pain with sex? But it still is so much going on in the pelvic floor, even with C-section mamas that I definitely had my worst pain with sex after our second kiddo and realizing like, oh, like we should still be seeing C-section moms um, and still checking out their pelvic floor too and still asking them questions about pain with intercourse because there's so much more going on um, that I think we just didn't know again like a decade ago. Um, so that's a big pain with sex is will always have a spot in my heart um, for those ladies and men that come in with that. Um, incontinence. So um, peeing your pants. So um, dealing anywhere from our high intensity females that are doing like the CrossFit or HIIT type workouts that are peeing their pants all the way down to people who are coughing, sneezing, laughing and peeing their pants. Um, I love, I love because some of those are like the most simplest changes that light bulbs click easily for those patients. Um, and sometimes it does take a little bit longer mm -hmm. and then pelvic organ prolapse, um, which is where maybe the pelvic floor muscles are not either strong enough or coordinated to hold up your organs inside your pelvis. So if the front wall, which is supposed to hold up your bladder, if there's, um, dysfunction in that muscle tissue there, they may feel the bladder in their vagina. So it may feel like a used tampon type of pressure down there. Mm -hmm. It may happen after prolonged sitting, after activity, it really varies. Um, it may even happen for postpartum moms after um, they're up all night and not getting sleep so that tissue's not going to be working as well. Um, and that can have to happen with the uterus as well or the rectum that either any of those organs can actually come into the vaginal opening by pushing in on the pelvic floor muscles mm -hmm. and they can feel that. So a wide range of things, oh, and tailbone pain, low back pain, hip pain, um, but what overall what we're seeing is um, a good mix of male and female. So our male population might be more around like 35, 40% of our caseload um, and on our female population being um, a little bit higher. Mm -hmm. We're really trying to touch in on our male population out here too, because they do have pelvic floors, the same as females. It's just a little bit different on the external side. Um, and then of course having the prostate and not the uterus. So mm -hmm. things are just a little bit different, but um, there's still pelvic floor muscles and they can still be treated in pretty much the same way. Yeah. So when patients come to you, is it like a one and done? Is it more of a lengthy process? What does that typically look like? Typically, it's more than one visit. Occasionally, we get our people that are in and out in one and doing great. Um, but typically, it's a little bit more than that, especially with our chronic patients or patients that have been dealing with chronic pelvic pain, for instance, for a longer period of time. Sometimes it might last um, more into like an eight-week period. Maybe we're seeing them once a week. Maybe we're seeing them once every other week or once every couple of weeks. Um, for some of our women um, and men that have been dealing with the pelvic pain for a little bit longer, it may even be you know, months down the road that we're still seeing them, but I'm not seeing them weekly. Maybe it's like check-ins once a month. Like, How are things going with exercises and nutrition and um, 
progressing things with them so that we're not seeing them on a weekly basis, but they're really targeting everything at home in it with an individualized plan for them. And then, um, coming back in periodically. Mm-hmm. So for some, it's a little bit longer, but at that same time, they're still seeing their, um, sex therapist or their doctor and we're all working together as a team which is awesome I love that piece of it yeah got your support squad going on and that's incredible yes everybody's got lots of different you know pearls that work best for the patient so it's neat to see be Mm -hmm. like oh I didn't think about that but that's their field and they know what they're talking about yeah so I know for our listeners, it's mostly the female population. So are there any any tips that you have for women that are wanting to strengthen their pelvic floor, just different daily habits that we can incorporate? Yeah. So um, if, let's say first, like if they're dealing with pain with sex, work on the down training. Because um, for me, I'm a type A personality. I'm a go, go, go. I rarely sit down and give myself self-care. And we hear like self-care Sundays and we need to be more slow down for ourselves. And that is so true for the pelvic floor. The pelvic floor reacts to emotion and it reacts to negativity. And there's a lot of that in the world right now. So anything that we can help do to kind of calm down, like diaphragmatic breathing, meditation, um, really focusing on what we're feeling in our body and learning to open it up and let it go, um, I think is key. Stretching is huge. So I love child's pose because it puts those pelvic floor muscles in a good relaxed position. And you can also stretch out the shoulder and back in that as well. Um, I will even have females do, um, I don't really call them kegels. I call them blueberries. So you would act, this would kind of give them awareness of the pelvic floor. So maybe they're in the child's pose position and they would try to pick up a blueberry with their vagina or try to suck a smoothie through a straw down there. So that's going to activate the front part of that pelvic floor, the pelvic floor muscles that maybe are more around the clitoris and the urethra and the vaginal opening that we want those guys to kind of pick up. And then you focus on putting that blueberry all the way back down all the way back down. That's the key piece there or letting that smoothie go all the way back down. And so patients can start to feel like, okay, what does my pelvic floor feel like now? I'm going to do a couple of blueberries, maybe three, maybe five, let it go all the way back down. And what does it feel like then? Do I feel less tension? Do I feel more relaxed in that area? And that would be something too that they can then implement during intercourse in different positions. Mm-hmm. So maybe um, with penetration, it's a little bit uncomfortable. So maybe they would apply the three to five blueberries, the pickup, put down, and then see how insertion feels. Maybe it feels a little bit better. And if it does, then they can continue to do those throughout the day to kind of get them in a relaxed position or the stretches more frequently throughout the day, some hip mobility stuff um, to help lengthen and decrease pain on strengthening you can do the same blueberries but in different positions Mm -hmm. um leaning forward sitting up tall moving from sit to stand um laying on your back your back with pillows underneath your butt like there i would i never say do them in one position because you're not in one position all day so Mm -hmm. you definitely want to check things out in all different positions um so just variety matters and mobility matters so making sure you're keeping on top of that with any strengthening and stretching type of routine yeah it's it's funny that your first recommendation is around self-care and basically if you're if your emotions are not right now your pelvic floor might not be right either and it's it's so crazy and mind-blowing to me just how Mm -hmm. how much our bodies are just so connected um and then the last time because this is the second time we recorded this you also mentioned that that was my biggest takeaway was bet was squatting to pick things up 
And yes. because we often, like you said, we bend down and that puts so much pressure on your back and, and that was, yeah. Yes. And just implementing in the deep squatting to pick up dirty laundry around your house or getting the dishes out of the dishwasher is so big because those pelvic floor muscles will stretch as you squat down. So they will lengthen, which is a natural lengthening that we all do. Our kids do it when they're little. You'll start to look at toddlers and see that they're doing it naturally. But as we get older, we tend to shift away and we start to bend over at the waist. So then as we're bending at the waist, those pelvic floor muscles are tightening. You go to stand back up, they're tightening to bring and fold your body back up into standing. Mm -hmm. So it is, I think, just an easy way to implement that in where you don't have to sit down and think, okay, I need five minutes of stretching. Where can I put that in throughout the day? But if you sprinkle it with different activities around the house, it's like, oh, now the tissue is getting blood flow and circulation, which is huge for tissue. And it's getting natural stretching. It's making it have to work with the glutes again and working with the body as a whole. I mean, that's just a an easy, easy fix right there. And in the beginning, you might feel like, oh, I can feel some tenderness in my hips or my knee joints, but hopefully that'll start to change as you do it more frequently. Mm-hmm. Great, and great exercise. Yeah. And you've, you've mentioned a couple times now stretching. So that means both physically stretching, but also, um, tips on this, of that vaginal tissue stretching. I remember seeing on your Insta story one day, this very cool, like twisty looking thing. Can you, yes. you have to tell us about that. And I know you have a code, so please, please share yes. that. <laughs> So the pelvic wand is made by Intimate Rose and it's S-shaped and it scares people because it's so long, but it really only inserts up to the first curve, which would be as long as your second knuckle is on your pointer finger. It's not very long at all. That's all that you would actually insert in vaginally to stretch the tissue and it'll help lengthen um, pelvic floor muscles as well as hip muscles if you find some a tender spot inside the vaginal opening. So this would be like for pain with intercourse um, is when we might use this that you can lengthen that tissue, find a trigger a trigger point, and actually use the pelvic wand to massage that tissue out, or you can hold on to it for a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it's really to promote the lengthening. What I love about their product is it's 100, or it's all silicone based, where the old stuff back in 08 was plastic and cold and felt like I was trying to stretch my vag with a speculum. And it was awful. Oh. I hated it because you couldn't relax. I was constantly tensing up. So it was defeating the purpose of taking the time to try to stretch, stretch my tissue. With the wand, you can even feel it on the inner portion of your thumb and finger the webbing there Mm -hmm. and it's just it feels like skin so it kind of tricks your body into thinking that it's skin on skin or down there like natural tissue which is great um so people will use that there are two different options um one is a regular wand which people could use in the shower to stretch or in the bathtub Um, the other one is a vibrating wand and it's about double the price but totally worth it because you can use it on the tissue to inhibit muscle contraction, a spasm, or after you're done, you can use it for clitoral stimulation, what I think is huge to bring that natural blood flow there to that tissue. So um, we, do, we don't recommend using the vibrating wand in the water because it's being charged and you don't want to ruin the vibration if you're going to spend the money on it, but definitely having it for multiple, um, multiple exercises, we could say multiple activities would be huge. So with Intimate Rose, um, they are actually manufactured out of, or they will warehouse out here in Kansas City. So our patients get them very quickly. And I love that they're in the Midwest. So then they can kind of ship out and get to everybody at the same time um, a lot faster. But they've given us a code for $5 off for clients. And it is Amanda 
A-M-A-N-D-A-4, and it gets them $5 off or basically saves in the shipping cost, which is huge too. Because awesome. I mean, who doesn't love a sale? Yeah. We like, we like to save our pennies. And free shipping is always a benefit. Yes. <laughs> so good. Yeah, so good. it's a definite. Yeah, as soon as I saw that thing, I was like, I need one of these. And and I even oh, last time I was like, I I still need one. And I need to tell Pure Romance, the company that I work for, like we need we have to add this to our product line because it it's yeah, very beneficial. Yeah, we've been saying for months like they need to be we need to have them in the office here for wholesale and we just need to do it because when people I mean we're we talk about it so often that we could just hand them out to our clients and that would be so much nicer than mm-hmm. being like, Okay, make sure you go home and order this up because then they come back usually the next week. Oh, I forgot to do that. And you're like, okay, make sure you order it. And sometimes we go weeks without it and we yeah. could be making so many gains to have it, you know, right there at the beginning. Yeah. Absolutely. It's like foam rolling the tissue down there. Okay. Oh. So you can think like we foam roll or we massage on other muscles in the body. Like that's what we're doing to the, the pelvic floor. Um, there's just multiple muscles down there and that's an easy way to target that tissue and help create lengthening. Yeah. And a great analogy because almost everybody has heard of foam rolling. So yeah, people foam roll their body all the time. Yeah, very another cool. way. So, um, if someone is, is any like final words of wisdom for anybody that's listening, if they're kind of on the fence about um, seeking out, if treatment. say you're nervous because some people are nervous about sticking things up their vagina, you could also grab um, a pickleball, a tennis ball, a bouncy ball, and you could sit on that and even massage the tissue while you're sitting in a chair on um, a hard stool and that can also help promote mobility um and you may find a trigger point while doing that too but um yeah don't don't feel like you're the only person that's dealing with issues with your sex life or with your pelvic floor like i mean gosh there's so many people in this world there's got to be a zillion people just like you having the same issue because i know when i was going through it um 12 years ago that was my main thing is am i the only one because no one's talking about it and now we're in a a decade later where people are starting to talk about it more Mm -hmm. um and people are starting to hear public pts more that it's really exciting time that we're just we're owning our own sex life and Mm -hmm. um sexual self and i think that's huge that um this is this day's finally here i think that's incredible yeah because then we don't feel alone anymore and you're like, I have support, which is great. And I can take care of myself. Mm-hmm. So if and, there's hope for healing. Yeah. And if you mention this to your doctor and they tell you that um, try having two glasses of wine, that's not the correct answer. And you deserve more. You deserve better answers than that. And knowing now that there are pelvic floor physical therapists out there, um, these are the, they know the pelvic area. So these are the people that you want to get in contact with for sure. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if someone were to be looking for a specialist in their area, is there a website or anything for them to go to? Yes. Um, pelvicguru.com is a nice little um, website. And then hermanandwallace.com is another good one. Um, we also have one through our uh, American Physical Therapy Association.org. But if I mean, you could have really great therapists on there that maybe are owning their own clinics that just aren't listed in that that profile. So I usually go with the Herman and Wallace or Public Guru. But then Google, guys. I mean, mm-hmm. you could Google Public Floor Physical Therapist Kansas City, Missouri, and someone would pop up in your town. And then it's just kind of hearsay trying to find who's the best one. But that would probably be the easiest to find who's in your area. Um, and then asking around. 
asking your doctor, always be your own advocate and stand up for yourself. So if it's something like, you know, I might be interested in it, just do it. Great. And of course, I have to plug in your social media because that's how we I met you is through the wonderful world of Instagram. Um, and literally from, I, from your stories, this girl, you guys, she is always posting about these things that just make you feel normal when it comes to all things basically involving your vagina and pelvic floor. So definitely a great person to follow. So how, how do they find you on Instagram or whatever other social media? Yeah, Instagram, we are um, at empower.your.pelvis. Um, Facebook is... It's Amanda Fisher, F-I-S-H-E-R, comma, pelvic floor physical therapist. Um, but yeah, we're always on social and we answer our own emails, answer their own messages. Um, so it it's a lot of fun. I love connecting. I love the world of social media. It takes time, but it's, golly, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. Like you can talk to anybody anywhere um, and hear what their story is and hear maybe what it's like in their area and you know, it might just be a nice little positive sounding board for them and, and give them a little hope. And I think that's huge. Yes. It's really credible how it can be used. Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you again so much. I appreciate you. Um, and definitely, uh, if listeners are out there and you have connected with Amanda, definitely check her out because she she is a great resource to have and, and definitely a, a friendly face to look at as well. So I had to just say that. So thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening today and helping me change the world by spreading sex positive awareness. If you love the show, please subscribe so you never miss an episode and leave a review for others to see. If you want to see me on the daily, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram under Rachel Main or check out my Linktree website in the show's bio for direct links to all my pages. You can also shop my Pure Romance store or become a Pure Romance business owner yourself by visiting pureromance.com slash Rachel Thank you again so, so much. Until next week, go out there and own your sexual self. Oh, 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 oh,